Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Sports Day. For Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Hey, Sports Day SA, Malcolm Blight and David Wildy for Tire Power. Think safety this August. Get the five-minute tyre safety check at your local Tire Power. Great company, Tire Power. And for expert car service, book online at repcoservice.com. So welcome the great man, Malcolm Jack Blight. Blighty, bit of a unusual day, very windy. You didn't quite get the rain, but... Apparently the rain's about to come. Apparently it is, and I was booked in to play golf tomorrow with, with the boys, but uh, I think... Pull the plug I did today. No, I'll, I'll, wait till the, I'll wait till the morning. But um, look, Eddie Betts, the story continues. Can I, now, for anyone that's ever listened to this show since 2018, when the Crows played in the grand final, David, and in 2019, after we started hearing about the camp, you know? And yeah, it's when it resurfaced, yeah, yep. some, Something like that. And I said, you know, one of the things that's amazed me about the people then in charge of football, forget all the other divisions, just in football, I said to you at the time and said, reviewing a grand final can only end up in one way, and that's in tears. Because once you've won it, that's great, you don't need to review. But once you lose it, and don't forget I was involved in 10 of these things, never re- the coach I had, we lost Never reviewed it. When I coached, never reviewed it. Those 44 players now will never, ever grace that game together again. You can't do a bloody thing about it. There is six months before you start again. It's just, when you think of the logic of it, what can you learn from a losing grand final situation is only heartache. Mm. Have Have I said that each year, David? Each year, for goodness sake, if you're out there and a coach of anything, a grand final is only heartache. And you've been on both sides. So yeah, you're of losing? course. Yeah, both. Plenty of both. So that's why I learned at a very young age, for goodness sake, it, it, it will end up in tears. Now, I said that four or five years ago. This will only end in tears. Only end in tears. Did I realise, did I realise, and Mark who rang last night, if I knew the facts of what Eddie said, I would have taken a different slant. But now the AFL Players Association... The AFL, everyone's taking a different tack. Why? Why did the players not say anything? Because they were under disclosure notice. Yeah, I watched uh, 360 last yeah, night I did too. with Eddie, and they asked the question, did you, um, you know, vent to the Players Association and tell law? And he, he said he did. And yet Paul Marsh has come out and said, I didn't hear that, uh, certain parts of that. I'm thinking I, maybe Eddie didn't say the part where he confided in a in a consult and then that was meant to uh-huh. be kept quiet. Now, listen, I did listen to Rory Sloan tonight, yeah. earlier on. Who enjoyed the camp. Yeah, he enjoyed it. But he said there were 12 at that meeting that I guess the one that Eddie was talking about and he didn't hear it. I, I wanted someone to ask him how close why, were you? Why didn't you hear, hear it? it? How many of the other 12, that is 
other than Eddie and Rory. What about the other 10? What did they hear? What did they hear? So how come this hasn't come out now? We're all hearing about it now. I would have thought if you had a soapbox and you were so strong about it, David, you would have stood up and said, this prick, this prick here you said that. You can't say that. Yeah, or you can't do you that. You know? Yeah. It's sort of going around in circles now, the yeah. full circle, and I'm not sure what the solution is. Um, there's a lot of apologies. Everyone's apologising. And Eddie said he wanted an apology, so he's got that. Uh, the book's out. I think the sales will certainly skyrocket with the with this being um, leaked before the you know before well, you can buy the book now. But what what is the answer? Where where does it end? Can, can I can I just say something? I, I watched Eddie last night. I thought he was terrific. In it, by the way, he said he still loved the crows. He loved the he people does, at the crows. Yeah. Yeah, his best years here. Yeah, you know what? And it wasn't just about the indigenous lads. He said they failed a lot of other people yeah. too. Now, okay, Rory said that. Obviously, Tex Walker said something, but they've failed others too. Not just the indigenous lads. This, uh, I. Uh, but if you admit you got it wrong and apologise, what what more can you do? Can I can I just say? There's some sections were cleared as we keep going. As I said, it goes red. Yeah, but I'd like. I don't know who the councillor was. No, this is I, I just. No. I've never heard of where'd that. Where'd he come from? Yeah, where'd he come she? from? Or she, yeah. What, what was all that about? And you know one of the things he never said, Eddie, and I don't think I've heard him say it, he's never mentioned the group of people that ran the camp. I don't think I've heard he's mentioned their names. And he, he actually puts the blame. If I watched closely last night, he actually put the blame on those people that mm. ran the camp. Not so much, not so much, I'm not putting words in his mouth here, but not so much he of the Adelaide foot. He loves the Crows. Oh, he does, yeah. Now, and just on the Mark Rusciuto bit, I'm going to say this for once and for all. I've told you about boards before. Boards appoint a CEO and a coach. Then they appoint people below them. I would say intimately, when you get this, and I was on the board for a while, yes, do we want to go on a camp? Do we want to go to Arizona? Yes. Let's have a look what happens. This is what we're going to do in Arizona. We're going to go up high in the mountains. You know, we're going to do attitude this. Attitude training. Attitude training. All that sort of stuff. So you get the costs and you get the people doing it. You look at all, 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 all the good things that people have said about them. They do this fantastic. They do this. And they take the Rabbitohs from South Sydney and they say they were fantastic. So you're sitting on the board and you're Mark Rashud in charge of football. I've got all these testaments about how good these people are. Yeah. Please. Get off that! Get off that case. That's not even close to being true. It filters down to the next group, mm. to the next group. All the intricacies, David, come down to the people running the business. Yeah, I'm sure. Mark, not the board. Mark Rashido has get off that case. Best interests of the Adelaide Footy Club. He's one of the champions of the club. Um, let's go to Jack. Hello, Jack. Have you got me there, guys? Yeah, got you, Jack. Fantastic. Look, Malcolm, you're a respected coach, and I love your take on this. You're so hot on it. And it just makes me really upset that the legacy of Rory Sloan and Taylor Walker, because I've heard there are other players in that group who might come out now at Yvette to made the first kind of thing and tell their side. And I just want Rory, and I know Rory said he found the camp to be fantastic for him. But as a leader, this is not about what happened on the camp. This is about someone in the leadership group, Eddie Betts, a esteemed colleague of yours in a work sense who was really personally affected and the leadership not only let him down, but let his culture, let the teammates down by actively not listening to him and then actively casting him aside out of that leadership group. This is more about the aftermath of what happened rather than what happened on the camp. And I held Tex and Rory in such high esteem as leaders. And I just can't, I just hope that their legacies aren't tarnished by 
they've put their flag in the ground here with what they've said repeatedly, and I just hope that they don't live to regret that. Boy. So, Jack, just quickly, what's the answer then? This has all been blown up again uh, four, four years ago. The camp. What do you think the answer? What's the solution now? I just really think that both Taylor, even the coach at the time, Don Pike, Rory would say, yeah, it was great for them, but just admit that they made mistakes along the way. I haven't heard much accountability yet. I know the club did, but it was by someone who wasn't there, you know, in Tim Silvers. Just they've made mistakes along the way, admit it, you know, um, and come out publicly and say, look, we shouldn't have cast Eddie aside out of the leadership group. Just admit everything. I think, as you said, Eddie's ready to forgive, maybe not forget yep. and return. You know, he holds the club in high esteem. I just hope that there's rumours that Josh Jenkins might make his side known and a few others. Um, and what Rory said earlier about not knowing, being in that small group, I found very hard to believe. Um, and I just, yeah, I just fear that their legacies are going to be tarnished by the lack of leadership they've continued, you know, to show. Thanks, Jack. What I didn't know, and I found... Um Fantastic. When Rory said they also sat around at this camp, same camp, and told each other what you love about your teammate. Yeah. yeah. And he went in and said to his mum, I yeah. love you. And um, yeah. So, I mean, that, that's to be mentioned, has it? There are good aspects to the camp and obviously some that aren't so good. Yeah, that's true. Hi, John. Good evening. Hello, Malcolm. David. Yeah, we did that sort of thing at bloody high school. That sort of thing. Sat around and what you thought of your mate and all the rest of it. <laughs> but, um... um I bought the book yesterday from my local Big W, that and the Rod Marsh, the late, great Rod Marsh, we getting book. Yep. But um, I um, I think that the media's too close in this state. I heard Caroline Wilson, and I agree with her. We need some Caroline Wilsons in this state who cut through, don't care who and what they upset about the South Australian media versus Victorian media. It's not that. They went hard on Melbourne. They went hard on Essendon. James heard top teach. Rightly or wrongly. And um, I just think, you know, Stephen Rowe, Graham Corns, KG Cunningham, Tim Jitterber, all that, they've all been ambassadors of the club, respectively, the two clubs here, and they often refer to them as we are to now. And the minute you start doing that, you cannot do all the things independently. That's what I believe. And I used to, as I've told you, the Crows in the early days, I really wanted to do well. 91, 92, and the early part of 93, the reason I went off was sick of media, sick of media in this state and all the rest of it. But um, these are my thoughts. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, uh, Johnny. Yeah. Hello, Troy. Hello. <clears throat> Johnny was strong tonight. Yes, yeah. he was. There have been a lot of people strong tonight. <laughs> yes. And I might just join in. Lottie was strong tonight. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, boys. I think the the thing I take out, if they had it been, and I mean everybody, now we know if anybody, everybody had it been honest with themselves and none of this, you know, covering their bottoms mm-hmm. and that, mm-hmm. this would have been over and done with yonks ago. And the person that I, and I said it again last night or whenever I was on last, the person I feel sorry for is Eddie Betts because, you know, he's the one that's living through all this. 24-7, you know, all others, all us others listen to it on the radio or read it in the book, and, you know, we get on with the rest of our lives, but he's got to live with this for the rest of his lives. And I would do commend, I do believe that Josh Jenkins is going to have his say tomorrow, 
So I, I would class him as a true friend. And the other people, no names, of course, um, who, who needs enemies when you've got friends like that, boys? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yep. Thank you, Troy. Uh, there's so many diverse opinions. Uh, the quiz winner last night, Daniel, and the answer was Aaron Phillips. That was too. a bit of a trick question, Sam. Yeah, he's quite happy with himself yeah, too. Yeah, because he's only on the list now, isn't she? Well done, I'm Sam. Happy hey, we've got plenty more to yeah. come. We're going to talk Commonwealth Games with Ryan Daniels. Uh, Toddy Gray, two from two last week. Fantastic. But you're only as good as your last week. Remember that, Malcolm. I'll try to. What's your next tip? For your chance to win a corporate box experience for you and a mate at the Adelaide Oval, enter at iCanWin.com.au. Sports Day for Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Yeah, show for weeks, homes discover different, discover a better way to build. Uh, shortly, Toddy Gray, but you got the teams. We were talking about Eddie Betts. We've got about the important <laughs> yeah. ins and outs. And, uh, Port Adelaide, uh, Tickle's back, the big uh, ruckman who like popped him. his shoulders. Uh, like him. And Houston back in. Uh, Marshall, we know, has got COVID. Jones, uh, wounded. And Georgie Argy's been omitted. So His forms, mainly his kicking. He's got the yips blighty. Yeah. He could be the sub, though, I think. Yeah, and also for Richmond. Grimes is back for him, the great defender. A Gibkiss. Uh, Grimes out. out. Grimes is out. Sorry. How come I, I, I write in. I did that last week, too. O oh, means man. out. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Shane Edwards has been managed. Yes. Associate Joel Selwood played his 350th. Ironically, both of the milestones. Both players managed this week. Yeah, it's probably not the and Josh Kennedy's last game for the West Coast. Yeah, Eagles. what a great player. And also for Adelaide, just they've got a, a long bench. <coughs> excuse me. In uh, Frampton, Haitley and Shoal. Uh, hope you're not getting my tickle there. Geez, I hope not. Just have that little tickle. Now, this is going to be Todd Gray's tips for GRSA. For expert Greyhound tips, follow at the Dogs SA on Twitter or check out Greyhound Racing SA on Facebook. Gramble responsibly, and now we come to the Todd star. Two out of two, <laughs> the superstar, Toddy Gray. Welcome to Sports Day SA, mate. Oh, it's great to be here, boys. Yeah, I won't lie to you. The tail's wagging, the chest is out, and the head is wobbling. Um, yeah, it was great last week. I mean, we only, we only, we only found one winner, but the dog that ran second, yeah. he could have got seven dollars the yep. place, and it's oh, it only got beaten by half a length, boys. It looked a winner with about a few strides to go, but. But see what not not bad consolation at seven bucks a place. It was never not going to run second. And yeah, the best bet won by oh, I don't know, one and a half airfields, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, it was flying. What have you got to us? Yeah, now, oh, good. now you know the old line. You're only as good as what happened. Only as good. <laughs> yeah. I knew where that was going. You're right. So uh, we gotta back it up, boys. I can walk the walk, but I got no good if you don't back it up. So hopefully we can go two for two tonight. Okay. what's your best? Well, the best bet, lads, look now, it's not as good as last week, lads. This one is odds on. I try to stay away from odds on ease if I can, but uh, sometimes you just can't. And I do think this is an over-the-line job for mine. Race three, number two, fantastic Radley. It's over the 730-metre trip, and honestly, he's, I reckon he's the best stayer in South Australia. And he's going head-to-head with what I think is the second-best stayer. This is going to be great. Him and Bedrock Fred, but the problem is, Bedrock Fred, drawn out in seven, has got a few wide runners to deal with, where Radley, he's drawn where he wants to be. He wants to be on the rails, and I think he can beat the one dog out. There's no reason he won't be in front after about 200 metres. He's not the best out of boxes, but once he has about 50 metres to warm up, he just says, let's go, and he just flies. Um, I, last week he won, he was, and he got, had to do it real tough. Tonight, I think he gets, gets all the favours, and he gets the chockies. But around about $1.70 or 80 is the best you're going to get. I do think he'll win, but if you want to put him in a multi or anything like that, if you don't really like the odds on his, 
go for it. But, yep, race three, number two. He's short, but should be sweet. Fantastic, Radley. Now, your next one is um, quite good value. Yeah, now, I do have a bit of time, but this is the best race of the night for mine. Race six, number two, um, Fly for Tricks. It's one of the heats of the South Australian Sprint Championship. Uh, this is a brilliant race, uh, but I reckon we're drawn to get just a beautiful run on that first turn. Uh, he's found form again, this dog, and I think he can jump. He'll jump there. He'll beat the one dog out, which is key to this race. We have to beat the one out. I think he does. And then when they get to the winning post, there's a few dogs here. Number three, number four, they run wide. They stay in the center of the track, and they should just give him a beautiful shepherd on the first turn for him to beat through. And I think he finds the lead around about the halfway point. And if he does, he ain't weak. He's going to take a fair bit of running down fly for tricks. And you can get around seven or eight bucks about him. Now, once again, there's a scratching in this race. Dang it. So we only Dang get it. two dividends. But uh, I reckon, I, I, look, if, it, if the race goes to plan, there's some good dogs who'll be running behind him. He shouldn't miss the top two for mine, lads. So race six, number two, fly for tricks to make the podium, but hopefully not third because oh, I have a little dummy spit if he does. <laughs> so will I. Good on you, mate. Thanks for that. Well done, Terrific. Toddy. Looking for that head wobble next week too. Yeah, I am too. I, now, David, I just want to mention something. You know, we talk about romance in football, and I reckon father and son are some of the, the great stories in football. Yep. Our winner tonight was uh, Aaron Phillips, and obviously with Greg Phillips and that. But there's, there's two youngsters, Sam Darcy, Going to play for the Western Bulldogs first Son game. Son of Luke. And grandfather of David, of course. Oh, yeah. Who uh, would have played against David. Yeah, Footscray and also South Adelaide. Coach South Adelaide, terrific guy. Sadly passed away a couple, couple of years, years ago. ago. Yeah, so it's great to see that young Sam. You know, he's 205 centimetres. Amazing. Big boy. And the other one announced today, number one, who would have been probably, according to most, David, would have been number one in the draft at the end of this year by the name of Will Ashcroft. Now, oh, Marcus Ashcroft's lad. Yeah, Marcus. I was with Marcus at the Gold Coast Suns. He was the football manager up there. Former 300-game triple premiership player for Brisbane. There was a lot of talk. Uh, Marcus moved after the Gold Coast to Melbourne and, and doing some development stuff. But Will's actually nominated Brisbane as his club. Wow. So I'm, I'm, I actually saw him do some running and played a few games a few years ago as a youngster. It, mate, he is something special. If you look at his tape... And it is something special. So Darcy and Ashcroft, names to be looked at and over the next and, and 10, 12 years. Hopefully. And how would Peter Dacos be feeling about oh, Josh yeah. and Nick? So, so how's that for a pickup? It's a bit like getting Ablett and Scarlet. It certainly is. Now, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator or tiler, a Beaumont Tiles wants to help you out. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you can win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. We're going to take a break on the other side, talking Commonwealth game. No, we got sorry. No, we've got a little bit more time. We've got another minute before we go to a break, Blighty. You worried <laughs> me then. Well, I don't know what you're talking I, I want to go back to, now we have got another minute, the year of Nick Dacos. Yeah. Is it as good a first year you have seen anyone play? Like his consistency, his ability to get the ball, his ability to, to move in traffic I, I uh, saw in a, a first year? I saw a guy called Jager O'Meara in his first year at the Gold Coast Suns. was unbelievable. Was unbelievable. it? Un, 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 unbelievable. Wasn't All-Australian, though? No, but he was won everything. And then he had that uh, Did the shock knee. and uh, yeah. patella tender. Yeah, that was true. Nathan Buckley was pretty good in his first year, but he's it, a bit of an older He played player. two years. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. I, I can't remember the Chris Judd first year. I think that was pretty good, too. Yeah, there's a kid who played at Carlton was very good, too. Played oh, Sam Walsh. Very good. How quickly we forget. Yeah. Now, take two. Coming up after the break, uh, Ryan Daniels from Channel 7 will join us talking all things Com Games and also the West Coast Eagles.
and the Fremantle Dockers. Sports Day for Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Sports Day SA, Malcolm Blight and David Wildey for weeks. Discover different uh, weeks homes, discover a better way to build. And also Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand, thanking Australia for making them just that for 21 years in a row. Com Games, uh, West Coast Eagles are playing the Crows. Fremantle, gee, they're faltering. Oh. And who better to talk about than a young man from Western Australia, Ryan Daniels. Ryan, thanks for your time. How are you? Yeah, good, guys. How are you going? Going well. Can we start with the Commonwealth Games? It's been a great coverage. Um, Australia dominating. Have they gone better than we hoped? Worse or round where we are? Because they seem to be winning every second medal going round. Yeah, it's a good question, mate. I, look, everyone expects us to do really well at the Com Games every time, don't they? I think, you know, this thought that we're going to win every single gold. And so far, we've ticked off most of the golds that we were expecting to win. I suppose the the one that's gotten away so far is the is the women's uh, medley from this morning with featuring Emma McKee. And it was a bit of a shock that England beat us in that. But other than that, we've, we've been pretty good. And even our cycling team on the track, we didn't really expect that many gold medals from such a young team. But Matty Glates' gold on the last day of the track cycling really capped off a fantastic meet um, for the track. So, look, I think we'd probably be slightly ahead um, of where we thought we were going to be. I know a lot of the um, the tips were sort of uh, high 50s, low, mid-50s gold medals, and yep. and we're probably on track for, for bang on that, I'd say. You always get the comment, it's not the Olympics, and we know that. It's the Commonwealth Games, but there's been some amazing yeah. times, though, and that's what you have to go back to. If, uh, if someone breaks a record in the pool, I mean, that's a record wherever you are. Yeah, look, and you can only beat who's there. I mean, like, obviously the US isn't there, China, Russia, these sort of bigger bigger nations that do really well at the Olympics as well. But as you say, the times are good. And, and I kind of expected this because the Olympics was only a year away. Like, we don't normally have them this close together. So a lot of these athletes who were at the Olympics, they still, they kept training and they just kept their peak conditioning and peak form up. And then they've come out and they've backed it up. So I think it's, in that sense, one of the best comm games we've ever seen, just from the high level of output we've seen from the elite athletes. Um, and I, I was not surprised because of the time we got the games themselves. Ryan, but it's great experience for those youngsters, isn't it? Now, you know, we've seen some yeah. headlines from the youngies, and it's a it's a great meet because it's almost the next step is the Olympics, as you've just said. So I used to think, oh, it's maybe second or third or even fourth, but it's not about that. It's actually youngsters. We know the cha- the champs are the champs, but they're getting a great experience at a really big meet. Yeah, that's it, bloody. And you find like Molly O'Callaghan comes yeah. out and and has an unexpected victory, and she's now she's got seven medals at these games. It's insane. Um, and then you look at Maddie Richardson and the track, and no one thought he'd doing anything coming here, and he walks away with two gold medals. Like you're right, this is where we find the next Emma McKeons uh, and the next Maddie Glazers and these these dominant athletes that can come out and be stars at the next Olympics. It's it's a process and. And it gives them a chance to really stand up and go, hey, I'm, I'm pretty good. I belong. And, and that confidence can do wonders for them. And the other thing, talking about experiences, I was watching the other night, as we do most nights, and Bruce McAvaney calling the athletics. I mean, you know, he, he's oh. had his troubles, but, you know, he didn't think he'd be there. I, was, I read the story, and I know Bruce really well, and we catch up with him and Addy quite a bit. But it was just great to hear Bruce calling. I mean, he is a freak, isn't he? He's been the freak of commentary for many, many years. He is, and, and, and as you would know, one of the nicest blokes in the world and does the work. Um, 
you know, like he's old school. Like he does his own research for the bulk of it. He, you know, he, he cares so much. And the thing about Bruce is, Bloody, I reckon you're watching the athletics and there's, the, the races where there's not even an Aussie in it, and somehow Bruce gets you to invest in in yeah, eight athletes yeah, you've never yeah. heard of from countries that you don't care about, and it's you're sitting there on the edge of your seat going, "Oh no, the guy from Ghana didn't win," and it, it's it's like he does that like nobody else can do. In the lead up to these games, I was doing all my prep, and one of the things I had to do for seven was interview Bruce for an internal sort of, you know, look for all the people who work at Seven. And I was more nervous about that than doing anything I've ever done in my career because there's just so much respect for Bruce. But, of course, I didn't have to worry because you just lob up whatever question and Bruce would knock it out of the park. And, yeah, he's a true professional and an absolute um, icon in Australian sport. Tell us about the thoughts surrounding Cody Simpson because, to me, he's been the biggest story of the Games. Hasn't won a gold medal but made a final. And to to come from where he has, you know, a world-class a singer, uh, everybody knew then. He he turns back to the pool after not being in it for you know a number of years to do what he's done, Ryan. I mean, I think that is the story. Yeah, it's remarkable. Like, I mean, you think about it, it was ten years basically that he was a swimmer, a pretty good swimmer as a junior, and then he stopped swimming for like you say ten years, and it becomes a pop star, hangs out with Justin Bieber, dates Miley Cyrus, and oh. then goes, actually, you know what? I want to have this swimming thing, give it another crack jumps back in and makes the Commonwealth Games team and performs really well. Like, yeah, he didn't walk away with a swag of gold medals, but he, he did well. And he got a couple of, of medals to hang around his neck as well. So I think we're just seeing the beginning with him. And I think for the, the Olympics, which is only, what, two years away now, um, we're going to see something pretty special. Do you know what? Prior to this, the headlines, of, let's just say the boyfriend-girlfriend bit between... The love triangle. Yeah, the love triangle. Yeah. Wasn't it great for the Commonwealth Games, though? Everyone was talking about the Commonwealth Games. Sure, the people <laughs> involved, but it was the best publicity thing I've ever seen for years. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah, look, and that's always part of it. Sport we, These days, sport and, and drama and um, the reality TV aspect of it and these the, the personal lives of these athletes, people get to know them and they invest heavily in them. And um, I think most of those that trio handled themselves really well. You know, I think um, there were moments, I suppose, that you know that they might wish that they could handle things slightly differently. But at the end of the day, they came out and they swam really well and they, they performed on the big stage. And as you said, it got people talking bloody. It, it got people interested in um, in the sport in a different way. Um, and that's all, you know. I suppose our other athletes that play, you know, year in, year out on the big stage, like, say, in the AFL, they're used to that sort of, um, you know, the, the stuff that comes with playing, you know, the, the rumours and the romance of it all. Uh, but our swimmers sort of got that thrown in their face in this occasion. And as I said, I think they all handled it really, really well at the end. Turning to footy, the West Coast Eagles have seen to have been doomed from pretty well round one with all their health issues. Um, is there a future there, Ryan? I mean, uh, they've got a lot of older players. They don't seem to have many yeah. um, outstanding youngsters who haven't had the picks. But where do you see West Coast? Is it going to be a, a slow burn, you think? Yeah, it, it probably is. I think the list isn't. It, the list was set up to compete from sort of that 2018 to 2020 mark, and you know the COVID year I think was the year where they they probably thought, oh, geez, we could have a crack here in 2020, and then you spend half the year in Queensland, and and you know things don't go your way, and suddenly that window shuts. Um, and then for the last two years they've been slowly working backwards. Um, they don't have the elite young depth on the list. Like even you look at you know Adelaide. You might say that they haven't performed, but you can see the green shoots. You know, yep. you can see a Phil Thorpe, you can see a Sam Berry. You know, you can see these guys coming through. 
anything or Rochelle even like you know the Eagles don't have those guys on their list at this point so they got to go back to the draft they're going to get a top three pick now that Ashcroft's nominated Brisbane he'll go one and then North will get two and then and then the Eagles will get the third pick you'd assume so they'll get an elite young youngster hopefully a midfielder Cully they picked up in the mid-season draft looks pretty good even though he um, was a bit sloppy last week with that hit um, so I think they need to regenerate and find some stuff the problem's going to be a lot of those experienced guys aren't ready to retire other than Kennedy and like Hearn's going to play on and, and Shuey deserves to play on. He's, he's been a, a real leader and a Norm Smith medalist. And, and then you've got guys like Tim Kelly, you've got guys like Yo, McGovern. These guys aren't ready to retire. So you're going to be probably okay sort of in that middle range of the ladder next year if everyone's healthy and you're still not getting the extra youth on your list. So it's going to be a slow burn, I think, before the Eagles can contend again. Um, it, it, and, and that's just a it's a byproduct of the way they were building their list to compete. Yeah, you're quite right. Now, the names I had too, Cripps at Darling and Gaff and, yeah. and McGovern yep. all at 30. Nick, Nick Nat mm. and Shuey at 32. Uh, Yo's at yeah. 29 and, and Hearn at 35. You think most of those will go on? I think they'll all go on other than well, obviously Kennedy's gone. Yeah, Hearn, yep. Hearn was basically locked in on the weekend by Russell Gibbs as the chairman. Uh, and then Adam Simpson sort of backtracked a little bit and said, oh, look, you know, we're still going to have a conversation. But... Look, I think Hearn will go on. I know Shuey and, and Natadui will go on. McGovern's contracted. Yo's contracted. So is Gaff. Um, so is Cripps. So Gee. all of these guys are, are due to play on. There's not going to be a big house clean. If there is anything, you might see the lower to middle end of the list. Guys that were sort of, you know, fringe 22 players yes. that just haven't worked out. Yep. They might Those sort of guys might be in trouble. A Jackson Nelson, a Josh Rotham. Those types might find themselves on the outer. But those experienced guys, um, they're, they're there. Um, so there's at least another year of this, okay. sort of the way the list looks. Um, and I think you'll find, Blighty, there's some people at West Coast who think, hey, hold on a minute. If everybody plays and we get Oscar Allen back and, you know, everyone has a full, and Yoey can play 20 games instead of two or three, mm. um, Nick Nat, we play a full season, maybe we could make the eight. And to me, that's dangerous thing because it does often set you back even further. Um, so it'll be a fascinating watch to see how they approach next season. Yeah, they played better footy in the last month. Do you give them a good chance to knock off the Crows at home? Well, it's a big game now with Josh Kennedy. That's the thing. The poor Crows. I mean, obviously they've had that horror week with the camp stuff again, and then and then Josh Kennedy says, "Hey, I'm actually going to play my last game." Um, and <laughs> they've run into a buzzsaw. If there was ever a reason for West Coast to lift, I mean, Josh Kennedy. Uh, I'm actually writing something for the paper this weekend. I think he's the most loved West Coast Eagle of all time. Like, And that's not just from within the club and, and the supporters, but he's universally respected. Dockers fans like Josh Kennedy, which is saying something. He's he's just been an ultimate pro. He's been he's delivered every single time, big moments, uh, and he's a really good fella. And uh, I think if, if any player on that list was going to inspire them to play even 10% better, it's Josh Kennedy. So I do give him a good chance. And... Um, I think they'll win. You're actually right, Ryan. I reckon Josh Kennedy's been in the top handful of players in the last 15 years. I love watching yeah. him play. I watch the Eagles yep. sometimes for those, you know, just because they've got some good players and he, he is a star. And Darling Kennedy yeah, combination. Darling Kennedy combination. Yeah. Just love him. Hey, look, the other team in town, Frio, okay, they haven't been perfect. We know that. But, gee whiz, I reckon they're surprised most, even with what they've done so far. Yeah, they have. And I think um, that was the thing. The start of the season, they sort of shot out of the gates and it was like, hey, Frio, let's take them seriously. And then when we started taking them seriously, they've kind of faltered a little bit. Um, but th- there's still a lot of belief in there. Mm. Look, I think they've got, they've got some 
issues. You know, the, the Rory Lobb thing is an interesting one. He's had a really good season, but clearly he wants to go. And clearly they've got to be dealing with that. And they've been professional for the most part, all the parties have. But at some point that can take a toll. You know, there's all this talk in the media about Griffin Logue's contract and Blake Aker's contract. And you don't want to be hearing all that stuff when you're trying to win a flag for the first time in your club's history. You don't want chemistry issues or potential disruptions. You just want to get on with it. So I'm really disappointed that that's been played out the way it has. I think that's pretty irresponsible on some parts. Um, And then on the field, there's just something slightly off. And I think they were getting a lot of push at the start of the year from their small forwards. Lockie Schultz was great. Michael Frederick was great. Um, and then you throw in uh, Sam Switkowski, who I think is super important to what they do, and he hasn't played in about six weeks. Yeah. And I reckon he's a big reason for the drop-off in form. So they were getting a lot of that, and we'll, it'll be fascinating to see what they do with their team this weekend. Uh, we aren't far away from getting that through. But I, I think they're going to try to speed things up again and get better delivery into that forward line because it has not worked for the past two or three weeks. Yeah, you make a good point, Ryan. The defence is good, midfield's good. I think Tabin has been a um, real downer the last... Oh, pretty well all yeah. year. He's had injuries, comes back, yeah. and they need him fit and firing. But and they also seem to struggle when it's wet. They've been smashed in a couple of games yeah. when it, when it's been wet. Their, their game style. Yeah, they're like the gremlins, aren't they? You know, don't get them wet. It, it, it's, um, <laughs> and they do struggle. And Tappan hit the nail on the head. I think he was close to getting dropped this week. I, I, I do believe they're going to play him, but there was some real talk within that club that, that it might be time to send him down to the Wassel and let him have a go. But the reality is. They don't really have a better option at the lower level. Josh Tracy's shown some flashes, but he's probably not quite ready. Um, and Sam Sturt has also shown flashes in the past, but I'm not sure he's ready either. So they don't exactly have a guy who can just come in and, and fill that hole. So I think they'll persist Tabiner and hope that he can turn it around, but it's a massive game for them against the Dogs. If they don't win this one, you can kiss top four goodbye for sure. Um, and, then if, and then the Derby becomes a danger game. GWS becomes a danger game. They haven't sealed a final spot yet. So, but beat the dogs. Top four suddenly back on the card. Changing it instant. Yeah, great, great stuff, stuff, Ryan. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of the Commonwealth Games and uh, and good luck with your with your Western Australian teams. Beauty, thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Uh, Channel 7's Ryan Daniels there. If you're moving house, use a team that's easy and affordable. A budget car and truck rental thirteen twenty seven twenty seven. Yeah, uh, Dockers have fallen off, haven't they? Just fallen away. Yeah, I, I mean, they're 12 and a half. Should be enough. Should be Need maybe. at least another game. Well, that'd make them certainties. But they've got a really good percentage, nearly 115%. Yeah. So I, I reckon they're okay, but but I wouldn't put my house on it. I love um, Young and Chapman, a couple of youngsters yeah, in the yeah. in the back line. They'll, they'll be okay. I tell you what, Ryan Daniels is a terrific. He's across all sports. He's a true, true uh, sport he journal, isn't it. he? Would you have moved, you know, when he says all those oldies are playing on, would you try and trade a couple out? Like, a, I mean, McGovern, that might be good for a couple of years at other clubs and, and get some youngsters in. They're not going to win a premiership, all those blokes playing there. They will they not get might anywhere. next year if they were all fit and up and running. Won't be a premiership. No miles off, no, Lottie. No, no. Yeah, they've had a lot of injury in the illness this year. So, no, I, they're a great club. They'll bounce back. Yeah. Their, their history says they bounce back quick. I guess they're Ryan Daniels. Sports Day for Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year, and Luno SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Okay, time now for our tips. Malcolm Blight and David Woody, Sports Day SA, AFL and Sandville Tips for Host Plus. Industry super fun for all Aussies, run only to benefit its members. Search Compare Host Plus today.
and Lumo SA, powering local footy and fans in South Australia, switch to Lumo SA today. Okay, Blighty, you will start with the AFL. Yep, and uh, Friday night. What a game. Melbourne playing Collingwood, MCG. I think the Collingwood bubble is about to burst. Melbourne are just finding some form, get a couple of players, Brown and Harms back in. They're pretty well full strength. I am going the Ds. So am I, David. Hawthorne playing Gold Coast Sun. This is down in Tassie, so the Hawks playing the Ooh, Suns. Oh, a tough game here. Um, Hawthorne, Gold Coast. I might go for the uh, underdog, go the Hawks. Ooh, I'm, oh, hang on, I've picked them. Have you? Yeah. Uh, only only because in Tasmania, they yeah, seem to play quite well yeah, there. I, I agree. Uh, Giants playing Essendon up in Sydney. Can't pick the Giants again this year. They've they've no, checked no, out. They've checked uh, Bombers have, I think, won four of their last five. Uh, the Dons for me. Western Bulldogs versus Fremantle. Played in Melbourne. Marvel Stadium. Doggies play that well. Fremantle do too, but Western Bulldogs are playing for their life, Malcolm. So I am going the Bullies. I'm going the Bullies also. Gee, nothing changes here today. Uh, Now, the Geelong Cats playing St Kilda's. Well, it's a a game for St Kilda, isn't it? They've got to hang on. A brave man to back St Kilda. That's at the Geelong ground, your old ground. Uh, yeah, I think Geelong will win and probably win quite well. So do I. And Saturday night, of course, Port Adelaide, no, no chance probably, but playing Richmond. Serious? No ch- you don't reckon? Oh, no, no. It's making the eight. Oh, no. Eight's no. out, but yep. they've lost a uh, – dropped George Yardis, Marshall safety protocol, um, and Jones, Jones injured. injured. But Tickle comes yeah, back in. Yeah, he looked pretty, pretty good, good when I Yeah, and Houston, of course, yeah. back in too. So a couple no. of nice changes. They might have George Yardis as a sub. Yeah, I've actually, I've actually picked Port Adelaide. Uh, Richmond playing for their life. No Grimes. They get Gibkiss back in and Edwards managed. No, I'll probably go the Tigers. We say okay. they are playing for their season. Port season is dead. Okay, DW there. Uh, Sunday, <laughs> oh, North Melbourne playing the Swans. Uh, Sydney. Yeah. Everyone's second yeah. favourite side, Sydney. <laughs> Yours. <laughs> Brisbane Lions playing Carlton at the Gabba. Well, once again, Carlton were awful last week. Um, Brisbane at home. I've only lost about two in the last 30 games here. Brisbane for me. Same for me. And final game, Sunday, Optus in Perth. West Coast Eagles versus the Adelaide Crows. Well, I'm going to go Adelaide with no real confidence. We spoke with Ryan Daniels earlier today. West Coast, a couple of players back. Kennedy's last game. Yeah. Uh, Big milestone. But I think Adelaide are playing a bit better footy. They are. I've gone Adelaide just. Yeah, me too. Yeah, just. uh, it's, It's a pretty hard round. It always is hard, isn't it? Now... What are we going to do now? Some sample stuff? Yep. All right, here we go. The Bulldogs, that's uh, Centrals, are playing Norwood, the Red Legs. Uh, yeah, Norwood for me, I think just slightly better side at the moment. Yeah, uh, West Adelaide playing South Adelaide. I haven't picked West all year. No, neither have I. And I won't. We spoke ne- with Bryce Gibbs last night, right. Panthers. Same. Gee, we've got a lot to say, haven't we? This is an interesting. I know what's going to happen here. The Tigers, Glenelg are playing North Adelaide, your Roosters. Mm. And that's at Glenelg. So uh, Bryce said last night he thinks the Roosters are the best side going around. They are on top of that. I'll go North Adelaide. Well, DW, I am not. I am going for the Tigers. Tigers. Uh, Sturt versus Port Adelaide. Sturt. Oh, same. That was quick. And final game for the weekend. This is actually a good game. The Eagles playing the Adelaide Football Club. Uh, and Adelaide pretty well full strength. Um, Eagles need to win. Yeah, they have, they've lost a few players, haven't they? Got some yeah. injuries. But... I'll, go, I'll go Eagles. I've got Eagles. There you go. Just for, um, so, yeah, there right. you go. It's only two different out of all that. And Josh Rochelle playing in the in the sample. So, yeah. welcome back to, to Josh. 
Um, another big night. The tips we had, um, as we said, we spoke with Ryan Daniels, Commonwealth Games, and and sad the um, the Eddie Eddie Betts just is going to go on and on. As I said, I don't know where the winners or losers going to be here, Blighty. Hopefully, it, everybody apologised to everybody, and uh, and Eddie's okay. And we heard Rory Sloan say he found the camp really good for him. So some people got something out of the camp, others didn't. Uh, She's going to be, you know, and I mentioned last night about the Essendon saga with that injections off-site. Yep. Who do, how do we yep. know what actually happened there? These, this is this is going to be the almost the end of camps if someone, even like we yeah. used to know, you know, running people. Don't forget Simon Goodwin and the Melbourne Football Club about three years ago pulled out of their camp and said, we're not doing that anymore. And you know why? Because they're all full-time now. They should come back in pretty good nick. They should, and, and yeah. times are different now than when yeah. we played bloody. We could get a berating yeah. and you just took it. Just took it. Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. Apologise for my throat tonight. It's just a little bit scratchy. But have a great weekend. Glass of red I might have tonight just to make sure it's a little bit better. And we'll see you Monday between 6 and 7. Bye for now. Bye, David. Sports Day for Kia's EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.